Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Shop Amazon for last-minute gifts. Great deals for everyone on your list. Gifts for mom and gifts for dad. Even for your sister and your brother, Chad. Ah, shoot, we didn't realize we were supposed to get a gift for our dog walker guy. We almost forgot about our dentist, Dr. Kerr. We didn't expect to get a gift from her. Or our cousin, I forget his name. He got us something nice, better reciprocate. For last-minute deals on gifts for people you forgot. Get fast and free shipping at Amazon. Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. This week on the Gossip Gaze podcast, Billy's locking down his fave lesbians for Lesbian Visibility Week. Danny's having a quarter life crisis. And we've two letters in this week's Double Trouble Letter Bubble. Woo, toilet trouble, bitch. <laughs> the Gossip <laughs> What? <laughs> hello, hello, hello! It's the Gossip Gaze podcast with your host, me, Danny Beard. And me, DJ Billy Andrew, coming in your ears. Ooh, <laughs> I prefer it if you didn't, but I can still hear, so I'm Squelchy. fine. Uh, so it's another week, it's been a fab week. I've, I've had a good week, but I've realised something this week about myself. Go on, what is it? My next birthday is May. Can't wait. I'm 29. <gasps> Big 30 next year. What a realisation. Babe. It's oh, this my week. God. I, I am actually... Is this middle-aged yet? Are we middle-aged? I think middle-aged is more like 35. Oh, no, because if you double that, you're 70. Most people are dead by then. No, they're not. Not most. <laughs> a lot of people. Most people in your family are heavy smokers, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's made me realise I'm actually starting to be a bit more... Squeamish. I am growing up. Squeamish about my age, you mean? Squeamish about weird things. So I'm massively into Pennyworth at the minute. That show with Paloma Faithin. Yeah, you spoke about that. Yeah, I'm I remember. On season two already. Right. It's incredible. But there's every now and again there's a scene and it's really graphic and like I found myself last night being dead squeamish. Like ooh ooh. You mean like gory to... or what? Go. See, weirdly. When I was younger, I could handle the gore. Same. Now I'm like, so oh, one, God. two, and three. We'll have a saw marathon. Yeah, no way now. But How I, weird is it? Because we're getting older, we're getting more worried about death. So when we see it, we're like, ugh. I think it, I don't know because, like, my mum, for example, used to go on like all the rides when she was younger at a theme park. Yeah. Now she's petrified. She won't go on anything. Oh no, I can't see me not being petrified of going on rides. I love rides. I know. I'm the same. But I also was this morning. 
this is my only day off today, this yeah. week. And I was up at nine. I went for a full health STI screening and a meeting to get prepped. Because baby, we are coming out of lockdown. <laughs> She's getting ready. Well, now is the perfect time to go and get tested. We've of had course. a year of nothing. Yeah. So let's go get tested. Let's know our statuses. Let's know our sexual health. Check in. Preps freely available now from the NHS. So did they just give you it? Like three months, pre- three boxes, three months supply. That's far, but because they were quite strict I've had on it before, aren't full they? Full liver function test, kidney function test, all my blood. Full done. MOT. I've had a full sexual health MOT. Fab. And- and more. And then I went and got my car clean for the first time in... <gasps> fuck, fuck knows. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> it was literally a shed on wheels. Yeah. I, mean, I, pay, I went to this place, paid £25 and nearly fucking died when he said... I was at, I was at the window haggling. He was like, <laughs> it's going to be 30. I went, no, it says 15 for that. And I want that. That's nine. Yeah. And then he was like, 25. And I was like, no, that's still not the right price. It's like, it worked out with something like 23.50 or something. Counting like, <laughs> your coppers. It's 23.50. <laughs> I worked out on the calculator dead quick without him seeing. And I was like, it's 23.50. It says on the wall. Yeah. And he was like, come on, come on. And oh, I was like, 25. Then I said, but it better be the best frigging clean I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And do you know what? What's Give it? him his due. Inside's like a show car. Oh, wow, that was good then. He spent a while on it and he's good. So shout out to some random guy that's never going to hear the shout out, <laughs> but fuck it. And then I did that. Anyway, the point of the story is I did that. Then I came home. I did a little radio interview pre-recorded for like a couple of weeks time. What's that for? Can you not say? Uh, yeah, no, it was just a little radio interview in Birmingham because I've, I've, as we know on the show, I've filmed something really exciting. Was it to do with that? No, but it, I kind of spoke. It's, it's the first time it'll be going out in a couple of weeks. It's the first time that I've spoke about it outside of here and other stuff that's going on. Right, plugging loads of stuff. I'm, obviously, I've been announced for Birmingham Pride. I'm headlining. <gasps> do you know what? I'm fucking fuming because you're on that poster with my one of my icons, Cheryl Cole. And How as soon as I funny. saw it, you're you're on there with Cheryl. Who else? on their eve that i mean that's good to have your name on a poster or is that just like dead limpy from me be like oh no, my god my friend's is. on a poster <laughs> <laughs> that's my friend <laughs> Literally, like chris jenner yeah <laughs> in the audience no it's good that we big each other up i don't know like yeah it's fab so that got announced this week because it was a local birmingham thing so that was the reason i was right on okay anyway so then i did that then i had um a, a, an omelette and being super healthy <laughs> And then there was this girl on the telly, like, 999 programme, and they were like, oh, she got sepsis, and then she pulled out <gasps> this wanking, big, massive, stinking, honking, yellow, crusty toenail that looked like a quaver. No. <laughs> Mate, I, nearly, I was nearly chucking up. Squeamish. I thought, what's going on? I'm right. squeamish. I'm getting put off my food. Honestly, <laughs> six months ago, maybe a year ago, someone could have took a dump next to the table, and I'd still <laughs> plough through my finger-licking chicken. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And nowadays, nah, can't cope. But I'm up at nine. I'm, then I went to the gym. Yeah. And then I've come home. I've blitzed the house, top very to clean, bottom. Very clean. clean. I've top the work curtains down. I've, I've put them in the wash. I've done the windows. Cinderella, I'm, Cinderella. Cinderella. I ran, <laughs> out, I ran out of kitchen roll. I was like, Joe, I'm walking the shop. <gasps> I'm a new person. Who are you? I'm a new person. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? But... <sighs> The point, this very friggin' long-winded point is, I definitely am approaching 30. I, like, just things are changing. Are you thinking about, like, mortgages and kids and stuff? Or is that... Are you not at that 
30 yet. Because I feel like... Pre-pandemic, we were so setting up for mortgage. Right. It settles back years, this. This pandemic genuinely has. So we're just getting ourselves back on our feet. These last couple of jobs I've done have really helped me out. So they're paying off a few of the little debts that you rack up over. Yeah. Over lucky day. And I think post-pan, she's going to be not necessarily large and in charge, but, you know, slinky and fucking minky and ready for some some what i don't know dinky (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't think of a thing to rhyme well what i did this weekend was i'm dead boring but i met some of my team finally from from my day job but we ended up going to this um... oh i seen with your beret on dressed as me bitch do you know what did you rob that out my wardrobe i got some leather pants you did yes how gorgeous did you you want to make sure they knew you were gay oh yeah but i went and on my team we've got we've got another gay we've got somebody who's trans we've also got two bisexuals and a lesbian it was like a dream team it was amazing so we obviously went to the gay bars and I've also booked in for my nails doing this week. So you told me this. So what? what's your appointment? Right, you read be- it out before and I said, you need to say that on tonight's show right, because be- this is this is hilarious. I've spoke about my nails before because I actually bought some Stop and Grow. It lasted a week. Do you know, we paint your nails with Stop and Grow. When it was you- about 10 years ago that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and since then, how long are your nails now? Honestly, I've bit them down to the knuckle. But um, I was at um, some drinks with my friends a couple of weeks ago and my friend, well, our friend, Oliver, mentioned his nails and I was like, oh, do you get them done? He's like, yeah, it's shellac. And he's a growing underneath and they put something over the top, but they looked like really nice nails. They weren't long. Can I ask, what's going to stop you just chewing the shellac off? Well, hopefully, because I'm paying for it, I'll put them in my mouth and be like, oh, I've paid for them. Do you know what I mean? What I hope what... so. I hope you don't just end up like poisoning yourself eating bits of like <laughs> plastics. <laughs> so what I'm having is a plexi gel overlay shellac manicure and it's with a guy called Philip. Oh, at 6pm. Yeah, so I'm going to go there. It's at Beauty and Bubbles in Manchester. Well, Apparently... Don't shout them out. It might be shit. Well, if it's shit, I'll drag them next week. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yeah. Philip's listening. Yeah. When you're in, you're like, oh, I host the podcast. You might get some free manicures and pedis. I need a pedi, me. Do you know what? They do pedicures. But I'm scared. Why? Because I'm getting back in drag now. My feet were in bits the other week after working in drag for the first time in ages. And blistered to fuck. And I think the skin will harden. I don't want them to take all that hard skin off my feet. Right. And they're like little babby's feet and heels. And then I wake up the next day. Like razor blades. They'll be cut to shreds. bags of pus hanging off them. (laughs) Have you seen them goldfish with the big bags of pus that hang off their eyes? Yeah. Put my feet alike in the morning. Honestly. <sighs> telescope toenails. What's that? Well, the fish are called telescope Oh, toenails. right. That was a really nerdy joke, wasn't it? Why do I even know that? That one's for the geeks. <laughs> That's from a fellow fish geeks out there listening to Fish 101. The Gossip Case. So, Drag Race season 13 ended, finally. I mean, I've got to be honest, I've not watched it yet, but I mean, I live I live on the fucking internet, so I'm not stupid. I've seen what's happened. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm rather pleased. I'm very happy. So spoiler alert, spoiler alert. And we're going to talk about the winner. It was Simone. I was very... <laughs> I love to just not even bother just to start. We're going to talk about the winner. Hold up. Ah, uh, let's go. 
Yeah, so Simone won. Now, if you look at her from start to finish, I think she was the clear winner. I saw a thing saying she's the first ever winner that's lip-sync as many times as she's lip-synced. Oh, really? Yeah. I think we like to see somebody rise from the ashes. Which is why Bimini Bamboo Lash is everyone's Bimini Bomb Bestie. Yes. Because we, we saw sh- her be in the bottom at first. She had the perfect reality... St- she had the perfect reality TV... Story arc. Journey. Journey. She, we went on that journey with her. And that is what people love. And that's what RuPaul's always talking about when they see some vulnerability and the real you and they, they connect with the vulnerability. I think Simone did it perfectly. Got Mick was a close second for me. I would oh, have been absolutely. happy for Simone or Got Mick to win. But I've not watched it the whole of this season. It feels like it started BP. What's when BP? Gone? BP. Before pandemic. Right. It's pandemic with a P. Yeah. BP. Right. I feel like it was like BP, wasn't it? It was actually... I don't know why I keep saying BP. (laughs) Stop trying to make BP happen. It started New Year's Day, so it is actually four months, nearly five. Is that a joke? That is quite a long time. That is the longest. (laughs) I feel like... I feel like UK Drag Race is over in a month. Yeah, yeah, like three weeks UK Drag Race is done. Yeah. Bimini was in the bottom, Bimini got better, then Bimini didn't win. That's all we remember from from UK Drag Race. But we've got um, the girls coming over. um, What's her face? Scott Mick and... Rosie. Rosie. Now, do you know what? No shade on... No shade on the promoters who were bringing her over, but I was going to book tickets because I thought it was a joint thing. But then when I was about to buy tickets, Rosé's on at like seven and got mixed on at nine and I think they kick you out of the venue and you have to buy tickets for both. No. So I was a little bit like, oh, well, I'm not doing that. I don't want to spend like nearly 50 quid just seeing two queens. Is that true? 100% true. I was going to buy tickets because I've loved this season. I don't think they kick you out. You've got to fact check that. You had to buy tickets either for Got Mick or for Rosé. And even though they're on the same night? Yeah, same night, same venue. One was one was 7pm showtime, the other was half past nine showtime. I suppose if they're two completely different shows, but... Yeah. It's been a pandemic. That's like, what I, I thought. Everyone's I everyone's trying to make I, the most money they I can. Said, I said, these girls have, haven't been able to do out. So I thought, yeah. there we go. Everybody, everybody wants a bit more money. But yeah, I'm not going either way. <laughs> Money or not, it's money I've not got. So there we go. Got milk. Yeah. What you call? Got, got milk. milk. Got, got milk. milk. Got milk. Got no money. <laughs> um, I just want to touch on um, Drag Race España. Oh, i seen the launch pick. So I'm just looking at the cast now and there's, there's a lot of red and there's a lot of white that must have been the theme of the show. I feel like we, the, they're not very good quality. Like I want to zoom in. Right, when you yeah. get a Drag Race cast announcement. When you get a cast announcement of a drag show, you want to zoom in. Is that Scary Cat? That looks like Scary Cat, doesn't it? Cr- Scary Cat crossed with Divina, Divina De Campo. De Campo. Yeah, who is that? El Scary Campo. <laughs> Scary Campo. El Scary Campo. Yeah. Well, we will post that one because that is a hybrid of them two. Yeah. I don't like to compare queens to other queens, but that is a spitting image of them two. Yeah, that one is. <laughs> Do you know what, though? Talking of comparison to other queens, I I posted some new pictures recently. I did, like, a mullety look, and someone yeah. commented, oh, all right, got Mick, and I was like... Oh, that's annoying. So annoying, because it's like, actually, I've had a white face for years before I even knew got Mick was, and I've worn black hair before. She doesn't own black hair. And a white and face. And a white face. But... 
Do you it know is what? what it I is. Think... You've got to just suck it up. But I just hope now, moving forward, people don't go, "Oh, you look like got me. You look like got me." When I'm like, "Bitch, I've been doing this for ten years." But yeah, I think. Oh, I don't know. I think it's hard when somebody with because the because when you started to do the white face thing, not very many people were doing it really. Well, and, not in and, the circles I was. People exactly. were doing it. Don't get me wrong. Club kids have been doing it years. Yeah. Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence have been doing it years. I, I'm not. I'm not claiming no makeup things of my own. But... Exactly. But when somebody gets a bit more known for doing the white face, then people think you've copied them. When yeah. really. You have been doing it since. The same happened when Conchita came on the scene. Oh, Conchita, oh, oh Conchita, oh, Conchita. Because I look nothing like Conchita. I'm just a drag queen with a beard. But right. You know what I mean? People will do. Maybe one day people will say, oh, you look like Tanny Beard. You never know. Yeah, they might do. You never know. <laughs> oh, what Fab now? chat. Let's move on with the show. God knows. I've got to look what producer lives cooked up for us. The Gossip Gaze. So this week... Matt's Lesbian Visibility Week. Which is nice because quite often I don't ever see a lesbian. Do you not? Why? No, because they're invisible the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, obviously. Love me some visibility weeks, especially for anyone in our queer family. Well, this is from the 26th of April to the 2nd of May. Now, usually we get a, like a day of visibility, but these lesbians have a week, which is fab in my book. Absolutely. Um, Give them a week. Also, while I was looking at what different um, other LGBT um, events go on throughout the year, did you know they have a gay uncle day? Oh. <laughs> Bet you can't wait to get a Gunkle t-shirt and get some pics for the gram. What day is that, so, sis? It's actually the 8th of August, so shout out to my sister who I know is listening. Get that in the diary. Oh my <laughs> God. You'll be applying for Love Island next. But back to our Lesbian Visibility Week. Yes, baby. And we love a lesbian in this house. <laughs> so, sorry if I just deafened anybody. But as we did on our Trans Day Visibility, we thought, why not shed some light on some fierce lesbian sisters? Yeah. That we think you should be following. And I'm going to kick it off. My top, top queen is Rosie Jones. She's a comedian. Yes, I know who she is. She's British based as well. Over this side of the oh, pond. Oh, just in case there's any gammons listening. <laughs> She's 100% pure British. 100% Irish farm. Oh, no, Irish farm. What am I on about? What are you British talking about? farmed letter. Yeah, she, so. <laughs> she, um, she's always on, like, Mop the Week and 8 Out of 10 Cats and stuff like that. She's actually just got a new show that's on Channel 4. Where she goes round and she, she was with Style at Muffet all so long ago. All different celebs and she like tours Britain. Yeah. Um, Told you she's she, British. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was the recent winner of mm-hmm. a comedy award uh, at the Attitude Awards earlier in the year. Fab. And she, she gave a gorgeous little quote um, talking about how when she was growing up, she never saw anybody disabled on TV. Yeah. And she wanted to be able to tell her story as somebody that lives with cerebral palsy. And she's actually really funny. I can remember seeing a quote from her. Um, I don't know where it was from. I'm plucking this out of my ass, but I do remember her saying this. <laughs> she said that she'd never seen anybody on telly who was also a lesbian and disabled. And she was like, we do exist. And she wants to represent um, her community. And she's doing well. She's doing really well. Who else have we got on our little list, baby? So my next one is Lady Phil. Now, she's been on our list a few times, but I just want to bring her back. So she is the co-founder of UK Black 
cried. Um, We've picked her up quite a lot on this show. Yeah. I think she's just quite a really well put together voice for a lot of issues around LGBTQ culture, yeah. black culture, and what it means to be LGBTQ and what it means to be black and LGBTQ. And she's she's done a lot for a community. So where, wherever there's a possible list for me. She'll be on that bloody list. Yes. So she also oversees the largest celebration for LGBT plus people who are African, Asian, Caribbean and Latin American. Girl, she's got fingers in pies. (laughs) I'm talking about a queen who's got fingers in pies. The next person I'm going to talk about is a businesswoman and an LGBTQ plus activist. Woo! She's called Gigi Chayo. And her father basically was this big, massive billionaire property tycoon guy and was not happy with her being a lesbian at all and basically offered her millions and billions to marry a man. And she basically stood her ground, said no, came out, told her story and became an activist and she literally made headlines around the world. She's since that become a spokesperson for LGBTQ equality, especially where she's from uh, in Hong Kong, where she leads a massive marriage equality campaign. Um, That's crazy. I've I've not heard of, I've not heard of her before. Yeah. She's, she's made headlines, as I say, around the world. And I think, you know, when we look, to people when we look to people that we should be looking up to yeah if that's even proper english i think it's important that we look globally as well because just because at home yeah you know queer people and i as people who listen to the show now i use queer for the gays lesbians bi's trans my whole queer family yeah all the lgbt's and q's you know when there's we live in a bit of an all right life around here someone like my joe has never really been queer bashed properly he's never lived that but when you look around the world and it's hard for people i think we need to be looking at people who are making strides across the pond yeah is what i'm trying to say in a roundabout way but listen it's a whole week of lesbian visibility yes i want you to get out there lift up some lesbian voices this week guys and turn the party out for our lesbian sisters why did i get like <laughs> becky off why was i like have you seen that chris lily show hey beckinators yeah yeah yeah. why yeah, am yeah. i turning into like a proper podcast gimp <laughs> come on for my lesbian sister people are gonna be like is danny beard having a breakdown <laughs> but it just felt natural to do i'm gonna turn the cheese down for the rest of the show oh no i like a bit of cheese <laughs> not on the bell It's time. Oh, did you hear my voice? God, your voice was crazy. That was like cracking. a little. Old, I told you I'm getting old. You're hitting thirty now. It's time, everybody, <laughs> for my favourite section. It's the listeners' letter, and this week we're going to have to try and cram two in because we got a response from last week. Yes, on the response from last week, on a response from last week, which seems to be the the case. Sometimes we have some it, and it spares others on to do the same. So feel free to get involved when you've yeah. had a listen. Keep getting in touch with us, please, at Gossip Days Pod on all social media, or hit us up on the emails, which is gossipdayspod at gmail dot com. And tell us what you think, even if you think we're well, godshites. It's funny, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't, I don't care. And then we're going to be also solving some mage charms. Yes. So let's, let's should we start with the, the, I don't know, let's start with the nice bit. Should we start with the response? Yes, yeah, so this comes from, well, 
a big supporter of ours. They've supported us even, I don't want to say on tour, but our live show that we did. We got, <laughs> for me, I've judged this person in competitions before and yeah. seen her perform Ellen Degenerate, Manchester-based queen. She's now not Manchester-based anymore. We've been we've been chit-chatting actually the past Where's week. Where's she based now? Oh, I can't remember. I think it's Birmingham or somewhere she wanted to. Anyway, we digress. Wow. Bring her well, back to Manchester her. is what I say. Well, she will. She'll get the gig. She's she's quick witted and funny, and she's sharp. She's clever. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> Someone who can just come up with the the reads. Absolutely. Now she is talking to us on the back of that Gemma chat we had last week, where she's not an ally. She's just a she's just a money grabbing bitch. Really, <laughs> is, was was to sum it up Don't in a nutshell. Your now um, Ellen got in touch and wanted to highlight some celebrities who we may not actually realise are true allies. One of my personal favourites is Catherine Ryan, another comedian we're speaking about. Um, Ellen says that she's one of her faves. She uses her platform to enforce positive messages about trans people in exactly the right way. She has a big straight audience who would probably complain about her being too PC if she was direct, but she subtly supports trans people in her work. In her most recent Netflix show called The Duchess, her character makes pottery of women's bodies but some have penises. Also in one of the scenes, an older lady uses the T-slur and Catherine cl- um, corrects her. In Catherine's podcast, she also um, mentions one thing or another about trans people and how she's supporting them and wants to include them in her feminism. She's such a good egg. You know what, honey? In her feminism. Yeah. You know it's hard for me to say <laughs> stuff on this show, guys. I love that. But well, you know I'm what? Your leg. I tried my best. It was lovely. I've got tickets to actually go see Catherine Ryan. What? Yeah. I bought them literally like last year. You are forever just buying a ticket randomly and then being like, oh, I've got tickets for that person. And then also randomly not going to play, to gigs. Yeah, I do do that a lot. But what I am is go- that about? I am going to go to Catherine Ryan. <laughs> and anyway, Catherine Ryan aside, thank you, Ellen, for um, inciting us with a little bit more info on the back of last week's non-LGBTQ supporters supporters. Yeah. Which now, I think we have a point. Let's get to the nitty gritty of solving somebody's dilemma. Okay, so... Letters in this week. Hiya, Danny and Billy. First of all, I just want to say I'm a fairly new listener, but you guys are the best, and Monday has now become my favourite day of the week for sure. Yes. Loads of ease on that show. I need your advice on something that has been really bugging me for a while now, and I don't know what to do. I'm 19 years old, and I have recently come to terms with the fact I identify as non-binary. Claps all round, babe. Um, now, this is totally cool with my friends and my older sister. They get it. But I really want to be honest with my parents and just tell them how I identify because I've changed my name slightly and my pronouns and I'm scared they will just look at me like I've got a TV on my head and think I'm being crazy. I come from a small town near Sheffield and I swear to God, sometimes I feel like my parents are stuck in the 80s or something. They have the same mentality of some of the people you would have seen in the film Rita Sue and Bob too. Oh, I've not seen I've that. not seen it, so that that's that doesn't land with us, but Oh can... So you, your reference doesn't land. Just so can you when you write your letters to us guys, can you make sure that you only send us in references that we know? <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I'm just trying to let in the mentality of it. <laughs> I know what you mean. Go on. Google it quick while I finish the letter. So, what do I do? Do I sit down with them and try to explain? Or do I just leave it and don't get the don't upset the apple cart? Thanks, gossip gaze. 
Wow. Well, thank you for writing in and thank you, first of all, for um, sending us this gorgeous letter for us to talk about. Well, I also think thanks as well for, for opening yourself up a bit here because the same... I think the same applies to this situation that we have given in the past when we talk about coming out. It is not anyone else's business but your own. I understand the need to want to tell your parents because when I cast my mind back to wanting to tell my parents I was coming out as gay, yeah, you know, I built it up and built it up and built it up until I told them. This time round... I would, as I've spoken about before, probably call my... I don't know why I always approach this topic either. Like, probably I would. Like, it's still new territory for me, so I don't know why I'm like, I would probably... I would say I was non-binary too. But for me, it doesn't change anything about anything else other than, oh, if I think about where I am in a spectrum of masculine and feminine and the male and female... I don't really fit either of them. That's it. Yeah. Like, so to me, I don't feel the need to even ring my mum up and say, oh, this is me now. Like if she hears this show, great. And it's up to if she wants to chat to me, that's fine. But for me, I don't feel the need to tell anyone. Do you think this person does though? I feel like they do. I feel like they do. Yeah. Which is why they're conflicted and why they've written in. Ne- there's never going to be the perfect time because you're going to be... F- influxed with emotions if that's the right oh word. yeah absolutely but don't rush into anything yeah don't rush into anything my personal way of doing this would be to speak about someone who's really out loud and proud someone like sam smith and talk about them and say oh they use they them pronouns and just just you know get a feel that would be my genuine advice to get see a how feel. they re- w- would react to that yeah, because First. I think right now, I think non-binary and trans and a lot of things that don't fit the masculine and feminine, male and female, black and white idea that a lot of the older generation have, they don't know a lot of trans people or non-binary people, so they spout a lot of trans and non-binary hate speech. Yeah. So you're also coming out at a time when it's fairly new, this is like back in the 80s when people were finally coming out as gay and it was so horrific. I'm hoping for a future where it's not. It's the same. Oh, yeah, of course. But bear that in mind. You're not just coming out at a normal time either. This is a hard time for trans and non-binary people. So don't put any pressure on yourself. Don't give yourself any times. I, I personally don't think you should feel the need to tell anyone i think change your name on facebook change your pronouns on facebook and if they catch on that's up to them that's my personal view unless you feel like you really want to tell them which is absolutely fine to do and you know what your parents might surprise you because sometimes when it's your own child i don't know obviously there's some cases where people aren't but i'm just coming it from my own point of view my mum would love me no matter what. What this person hasn't said in the letter, and w- I would be really um, keen to find out, yeah. is have they previously come out as gay, lesbian? Like, there's, we've got no context, we, context behind, behind that. that. Yeah. So have you come out before? Right. Would be a question I would ask here. And if you have, how did they find that? Was it was it a thing? Because I know for a lot of people it's not. For you it wasn't anything. For me it wasn't really anything once I'd done it. Yeah, you build it up in your own head. Mm-hmm. And then it's and like, I, oh, okay, cool. So I'm thinking, <laughs> are you doing the same here? Yeah. I just think, take it slow. It's no one's business but, you, but your own. 
keep it slow and steady. Yeah. That's it. Slow and steady wins the race. And there is no race to be won because you've already won it. You're already self-accepting and living your best, most true, authentic life. So you've won it. The rest is everyone else's issue, baby. The Gossip Gaze. So before we ended today, I wanted to end on a very bizarre news story that I came across. What is this now? Because I've seen the title in our Today's Show report and I purposefully have not read it. Right, so a completely legitimate scientific study claims that 85% of gay people are possessed by ghosts. (laughs) Now, this is the same people who said that the primary catalyst for the coronavirus is a very powerful negative energies in the spiritual dimension. And who are these people? These are the Spiritual Scientist Research Foundation. They have found that 85% of gay people are possessed by ghosts and 100% of those 85 people are murderous. (laughs) (laughs) So 85% of gay people have got the willies up there. And they're haunted. And then 100% of that 85 are killers. Yes. And this is a scientific foundation. This is the Spiritual Science Research Foundation. I love when we just take a bit of gay hate and turn it into news. Now, <laughs> this is what they are saying now. Speaking of... Oh, is this, is this a weird segue? Go on. <laughs> Have you ever murdered anyone? <laughs> Babe. How funny. So 85% of people listening to this podcast are probably possessed. And 100% of them are going to go out and kill for some fresh meat. Absolutely. Good luck on your hunts, gays. (laughs) We'll be seeing you at the same time, same place next week. Please don't forget, like, subscribe. Comment. Comment. I don't know what else can you do. What else can you do? Whatever you can do, do it. Get involved. Share us. Share us. Share us. Tell your mates. Tell your mates. Tell your mates. Yep. Tell your mates. That's it. <laughs> Tell your fucking mates that we're here. That's it. And so, we're queer. Oh, wow. And, and we're possessed. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we're fucking gimps. <laughs> the Gossip Gaze. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>